Ready to feel confident about your body? In love with fitness and health? And empowered to hit the gym? Do you need a level up? And do you need to surround yourself with a group of women with the same very goal? Imagine the life you could build if you had someone in your corner helping you in and out of the gym. Sis, you can have this. I am looking for some women to join the Growth Collective, a group program where you receive a personalized fitness program, weekly nutritional e-guides, monthly private and group calls, and access to the most expansive and empowering group chat. Applications are open right now. You can book in your one-on-one call with me for free via the link in the description. Let's talk about you, your fitness, your goals, and where you can go from here. I cannot wait to chat to you, sis. Enjoy the episode. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome back to another episode of That Gym Girl podcast. Guys, today I am giving you such an incredible episode. I am joined by the incredible Hattie Boydell and she is sitting down with me to break down all things mindset, sustainable fitness, longevity, and actually delve into her early kind of years where she really was challenged to become the person she is today. If you don't know Hattie, Hattie is a three-time WBFF Pro title winner. She also started the Sports Model Project in 2014, which is an online fitness coaching business aimed at enabling her community and women in general to not only compete, but also cheer on each other whilst they build the body of their dreams. She is a gut health performance ambassador and is also in collaboration with Muscle Nation for some of her activewear, which is just fucking incredible. And beyond all of this, she's actually such a, I want to articulate this properly, but she really is a force to be reckoned with within not only our industry, but just in terms of women in general and empowering women to build the body that makes them feel strong and makes them feel good and 
really push their limits in becoming the best version of themselves and not anybody else but themselves. And I'm so honored to be joined by Hattie and I really hope that you ladies love this episode. And if you do, please pop it on your socials. Please tell your mum, your dog, your best friend, your cat, like get the word out here because I feel like every single gym girl and every single woman and even just everyone in fucking general, like whether you're a man, woman in between, you need to listen to this episode and we need to understand that this fitness journey gets to be about us and gets to be about what we want and our lim- our potential is seriously limitless. So as I said before, feel free to share, give us a cheeky five-star review, follow us on whatever streaming platform you're listening to this on and have a fucking fabulous day. Enjoy the episode. Welcome back to another episode of That Gym Girl podcast, guys. Today, I am joined by the extraordinary Hattie Boydell. How are you, Hattie? Angel, I am both honoured and excited to be here with you. So thank you for having me. Oh, I'm just beyond honoured and privileged to be sitting down with you. And the listeners, I'm sure, are very, very excited. I did slip this to a few friends and they were like, (laughs) I was like, yeah, I know. It was just awesome to see that you have, you know, made such an impact on the community within the gym that you can say your name and people are like, that's amazing. So that's really, really cool. How does that make you feel to start off with, you know, knowing that? Do you know what, Angel? I am, well, one, it, I'm, I feel very, uh, very blessed, very grateful, very, um, it is always a, and I said this is my part the other week, I said I will never get tired of someone coming up to me and sharing uh, maybe something that they've learned from me or something that they've enjoyed that I've shared. And I literally, it's like, I'm, I hear it for the first time every time I'm like, Oh, thank Like I really am so surprised. And I never, when I walk into a gym, I never expect people to know when people do know me, I'm like, Oh, like it's, it's literally <laughs> such a, oh, oh, thanks, you know? And, and, um, you know, it's interesting the other day I shared, um, you know, a part of my story that not many people know, and it is like that I've been in this industry for 16 years mm. and I was a face-to-face trainer for eight years and I started out, you know, waking up at 4 a.m. and using my mum's shopping trolley to put weights in and getting the bus in the morning to go train my friends. Like there's so much of my, I realise, like my beginning of my story that not many people know about because we only see me as I am now, yeah. you know, and and we always want we want the big things now. And I think, God, you know, that saying it's taken, it takes, a t- it takes 10 years to be an overnight success. Yeah. Fuck. It's taken me 16 years <laughs> and it hasn't been overnight. I can assure you it's been 16 years. So my, I guess the reason I'm sharing that is for any listeners that are starting out, whether it's training or coaching, know that there is so much more to come. Yes. The beginning is the hardest. And if, if you like if you compared yourself to where i am now that would be so unfair and unrealistic and really unhelpful but if you compared yourself to when i was when i first started training and you know i only i had, had very few qualifications i had a shopping trolley with a couple of you know equipment in there and i was training my golf that would be yeah, a bit more of a oh that's what she did yeah that's what i'm doing now yeah kind of like the beginning side, but not not to where I am. But we use other people and we use what we see on social media um, as an inspiration, as a guide, as a blueprint. You know, I always surround myself with people that are doing better than me or doing things that I want to do and I try and learn from them. 
So I'm motivated by them and I'm inspired by them. I'm not, I don't beat myself up that I'm not them or where they are. I look at to where I am in my journey and I ask myself, well, what are the skill sets that I need to take myself to the next level? So I'm sorry that I went down a rabbit hole. You asked me one question and I haven't shut up. I tend to do that. I apologize. But um, as we're listening, as we're, you know, on this amazing podcast around, you know, women stepping into the gym, whether they're beginner, intermediate, advanced, we can often think, am I, is it too late that I'm starting? You know, a career change or if some of you ladies that decide, oh, you know what, I don't want to be a cardio bunny on a weight train and you see all these other people doing things and then you go, oh, I'm not, it's like we we use that as inspiration yeah, to know what is humanly possible but we get grounded in where we are now and we work on what we need to do and where we need to be right now in order to layer the next step. Yeah, and I love that for few reasons but the path I'm going to go down is the scrappiness of the start of your journey and when I read that, on your Instagram, I was like, because I don't mean this with any offense. When I look at you, I see, I feel very calm. I feel very, you know, structured and disciplined. And it's really interesting that you did have that scrappiness. Oh, okay. I literally was on a call with my clients just earlier. And I, and I said to them, I, I learned how to be organized through um, competing. Mm. Like, and I've only just become really organized in the last year and a half, like, and it was, you know, I've always been really lucky. I've had a lot of support. I've had a lot of people that want to do things for me and that's great. But I didn't be, I didn't become resourceful. You know, I literally, you know, wish we could go back in time. There's so many things that I would do differently, but I was so unorganized. I was, you know, I said yes to anything and everything. I didn't have a niche. I, you know, um, I was, yeah, I was scrappy. I was really just winging, I was winging it. And that's great. I was an amateur at everything, but now I'm not, you know, and, and we get the lessons that we need and it's part of our journey and hindsight, we can either call (laughs) it a bastard or a, or a great thing. I don't know. Depends how you want to look at it. Um, but I'm grateful now because I'm I'm very organized now. And I still get it wrong. But my God, I'm so much better than what I was when I first started. To have the expectation that we're going to be perfect, that we're going to get it right the first time is probably a little unfair and maybe not the, the way in which we should address things. But to ha- but to put together a process that, that a process that we can measure ourselves with, that's probably helpful. And at, back then I wasn't process driven. Yeah. I was results end driven. Right. So I got the result, but all I got was the, was the result. I didn't get what I learned in the process. Whereas now, my goals, I learn in the journey of the goal. And I get to the end of the goal and I'm like, oh shit, I'm here. How did that happen? No, because I was so pro- focused on the process. I forgot to, to prepare myself for <laughs> when that thing would end. Yeah. Then I go, what, what did I, what do I want to keep from that goal? And most of the time, you know, goals require discipline. Devotion, willpower, resilience, sacrifice, effort of some sort. Cool. I want to, they're things that I want to continue to do, maybe not at the same intensity, but to just have a groundwork, a foundation. Mm. Right. So for girls that want to lose five kilos, it's not just losing five kilos. It's what do you learn in that process? Self care, the discipline or devotion, whatever language that you want to use. I'm sure we'll touch on that today. And then what is it that you're going to continue to do? Because the things that got you that five kilos off are the things that are going, to ma- are going to maintain it, right? So it's not about the result. That's the direction. That sets the direction. But it is 
the daily practices that we do that keep us there. And it's the same thing with business and it's the same thing in relationship. Yeah. And I love that. This is a question I was actually going to ask you because I read um, Atomic Habits ages ago and somebody who I saw online said, yeah, it's a great book, by the way. Like, I'm sure you've read it. Like, I recommend it. I've read it so many times and it gets me every time. Yeah. Now let's talk about systems versus goals, because I feel like with that book, it was so system heavy that mm-hmm. the goal was kind of not neglected, but put to the side for a second. And I think that you know, it's hard to find the balance between system, system, systems, but also I have this thing that I want to get. What's mm-hmm. your approach to that? And as a beginner in the gym, should we just focus on the systems? Systems support humans. And, you know, in that book, it says we don't rise to the level of our, of um, we don't rise to the level of the occasion, we rise to the level of our practices or our systems. And I think we rise to the level of our nervous system right which is another layer to that and the reason i'm saying that is because goals require habitual changes habits and in order to sustain habits you need you essentially need a process right and it's the small daily tasks that we repeat over and over and over again that move us from a to b to c to d and all the way to the end of z which is essentially the goal and i think there needs to be a a a, a, a emphasis on both and because the goal sets the direction and we always walk, work back from the goal. We don't work back from what we don't start, like you need two points, but you often walk work backwards from the goal. And I think that the thing about a process or systems is that it's measurable. The goal isn't always measurable. Yeah, It's the process that we measure ourselves in right? Ticking things off. Is it too much? Is it not enough? Are we getting to where we want to go? Is it aligning with the end goal? And so you you need both because most people don't know what system to do when they don't have a direction. And so they that get that feeling of loss. And so they're doing things and they don't know the intention of why they're doing things. And I think intention is everything. Mm-hmm. The intention of your goal, which is essentially is your why, because your intention will set the tone and it will set the experience of your process and how you experience the process, really. Yep. Okay, so an example of that might be, let's say you go to the gym as a way of burning off calories. And in my eyes, that's punishment because hmm. you don't need to burn off your food. I got into a taxi the other day and I was eat, I was he's like, what kind of cappuccino? Oh, what kind of coffee do you drink? And I was like, a cappuccino with a sugar and extra chocolate. He goes, Oh, you go in the gym to burn it off. And I was like, Oh <laughs> I, I sat there and I, you bet my brain was like, bite like, your tongue, bite your tongue. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oh. Like, but that's but that's I used to be like that. It was eat this, go burn it off. And so the intention behind the reason I'm going to the goal is not healthy. So my experience in the gym is not how do I be better? How do I outperform myself? The enjoyment, the the inner cheerleader, it's not that. It's different. And so if I did that every single day, you bet I'm going to feel beat up. You bet I'm going to be like, oh, I'm going to the gym because, like, I'm not doing it for this thing of love. Whereas when you go to the gym because you're going for strength or to improve your 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 um fitness levels, um, you want to learn something, you want to move better, you want to improve your posture, um, 
you, you might want to lose five kilos, but the place of which losing five kilos comes from is because I want to, I actually just want to look and feel better. Like actually my quality of life externally and internally is going to be better because I'm looking after the way I eat. I'm managing my food intake. I'm probably reducing the amount of alcohol or processed foods I eat or how many times I go out. I want to be a good role model for my for my kids. My partner's making some habitual changes. I want to be supporting him. Maybe, you know, I'm sick of feeling, you know, crappy or tired or, you know, I want to look at myself and go, I'm achieving something every day. The beautiful thing about a process, it's self-care mm-hmm. to such a big degree. You know, a question I get asked all the time, Angel, is how do you stay so lean all year round? And mm-hmm. you know, I saw this on your story. It's like I'm not, when I say this, I'm not being like, oh, all high almighty about being lean. Like I think it's just like I can look this way because I'm I'm very process-driven, right? I'm very, what I do every day is self-care. You bet going to the gym is self-care for me. You bet tracking my nutrition is self-care for me. It's not something that I feel ruled by. Like it's flexible and I still track when I overeat and I don't go, oh, you're a bad person. I'm like, I don't, actually don't even think anything of it. I'm like, oh, whoops. Like it's not, it's just like it's not even a thing. Yeah. But I do it because it gives me data and I love data. And it's for me it's like self-care. I know that I'm going to eat this amount of food. I can still have my chocolate. I eat all my veggies. You know, I'm getting variety. And so I do things that support the body that I want to live in. Freedom requires a different type of discipline. When we look at freedom, you want freedom in money, you bet you've got to work for that. You want freedom in your mindset, you bet you need to train your mind. You want freedom in your body, you bet there's going to be a process for that, whether it's looking after your nutrition, getting to the gym, doing your steps in the morning, which requires you to get up at 5 a.m. before everyone else in your household so you can get it done. There's a there's a cost to it and the cost always has to be worth it, right? We're not just happy. If you tune in, Angel, and I'd love to know your your um, opinion or your um, your experience yeah. is when you're mo- when you, when were you most happy in your life? What were you doing? If you think of your happiest moments, when you were generally every day waking up feeling mm-hmm. so happy, it was just before I went to the UK, or maybe it was in the UK as well. But I was consistently training, and um, it was whilst I was overseas with seeing my family on holidays. But I was actually still consistently lifting heavy and it was me realizing oh shit I get to be like Hannah Montana and have the best of both worlds mm-hmm. okay I was consistently training when I was traveling and I was with my family and friends I was still showing what I what I heard from that is I was still showing up for myself that's what I heard in I was still able to train yeah. I was still with my family and friends oh I was Hannah Montana I could have the best of both worlds we can essentially have everything. Sometimes not at once, but we can have as much as we can. Yeah. But it requires prioritizing. When I hear people say, I don't have time, that's the wrong language. And that's an excuse that makes you feel good about that excuse. It is, oh, that's just not a priority for me. And that's also okay. <laughs> like, that's totally fine. I think um, as humans, we always label things and we want to put things in categories. That's good. That's bad. Yeah. That's the, and it's like, 
probably not always helpful. Like sometimes I'm like, it's not bad. It's just what is. Exactly. And exactly. it gives it this neutral tone instead of being like, that's bad. That's bad. Oh, no, that's good. That's bad. And I think for me personally, that's actually come in tracking. So I'm a full-time uni student writing my thesis actually to do with weight gain. So I study um, pharmacy. I'm in my final year. And at the moment, tracking just isn't a priority for me. And I spoke to my coach and I said, look, it's actually feeling really heavy and it's feeling like a chore. And it's something I've removed literally within the last three weeks. And it's made a difference on my life. And I think the fact that I getting validation from you and I think the listeners are getting validation as well that it's got to be what works for your life right now I think that's such a beautiful share angel and it's interesting because at times even self-care can feel like chores like and it's when we just feel like we've got a lot going on and sometimes you know stress is when we feel that there's too much happening and we're alone now you're at uni studying your thesis, you're running a podcast, you're probably working and have, and then you're training and then you go, you go, and with that, <laughs> and we're always going to cut out the thing that feels the heaviest that we can, like, you can't, uni probably feels heavy, but you're not cutting that out. No. <laughs> that one stays. We keep that one there, but there's something else that you like. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Angel, but you're not uneducated. No. So, you know, a lot of people ask, you know, say that tracking is obsessive or it's unhealthy or whatever it is. That's your experience because that's how you experience it. And I think we have to learn to own our own shit instead of put it on others. Like when people say, I'm like, mate, I'm I'm living my life. I'm so happy. I get to do everything that I want essentially and I get to live my body and I love it and like it's a game for me. Whereas, you know, and then, you know, they intuitively eat, yet they can't lose weight and they're miserable because X, Y, and Z. I'm eating healthy, but what do we know? It's not clean. It's not dirty, but also it's calories. And if you want to intuitively eat, I think it's a great thing to practice. But most people don't have autonomy in their hunger cues. Most people, and because we've got such delicious food, I love eating. I love food. Oh my love God. it honestly that's why I have to track because I will go above and beyond if I'm not no I'm a broke uni wait. student Hattie I don't have the money to go out for dinner so don't worry oh my God. <laughs> it keeps me keeps me reined in right but I get to eat everything I want but but like controlled right but intuitively eating one you have to have good hunger cues mm. two you have to have some level of education around food how much of what is in what? The, the beauty about a meal plan, and I'm not I'm not actually not big on meal plans, but I'm, it is a tool, right? Just like tracking is a tool. But it helps, it helps like realign people, give structure for unstructured people. So that's really, really good. It also teaches them that it portion control and it helps incorporate maybe foods that they didn't eat, they wouldn't naturally eat on their own, like fruits and veggies. Yeah. But it doesn't educate you. Whereas tracking your nutrition and starting to put in the foods that you normally eat and going, oh, there's that much in there. And oh, oh wow. Oh, shivers. I haven't had any fruit. You you really get to learn about food, but you also go, well, if I change this for this, I can. And that's why like, it's like a piece of the puzzle. And in time, once you've done that for a period of time, because you've weighed your food so much, you know what a hundred grams of protein looks like. Yeah. I was in Sydney last week. I didn't bring my body weight scales. I didn't bring my food scales. 
Now, I say that I track all year round and I do. I still logged a guesstimate of my food in my MyFitnessPal. I didn't weigh my food once. I ate out with friends. I actually trained less than normal. I was really stressed out. Mm. I got home. I'm the same weight. Why? I can look at poor. I, I've done this. This is not my first rodeo. I've been doing this for 17 years. Was I can 18 shows. 18 shows. But I can look at food and be like, that's about 100 grams. That's about this. Yeah. I've, I've learned and earned that skill. Yeah. That's mastery. Could I have done that? 17 years ago when I hadn't tracked food properly? Absolutely not. I would have undereaten significantly, mm. right? So it's it's a tool that uses us for a springboard to later be able to intuitively eat if that's what you want to do. That's totally fine. You might find you want to track forever. You might It might be a tool that you come in and out of, like you said, you want to have a break, but I bet you know exactly what mm. you, you can eat in a day and you can stay pretty weight stable. If anything, you're going to maintain your weight. Mm. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Yeah. And it's just eating the same thing every single day. <laughs> That's just how I am. <laughs> yeah. But you're just not going to weigh it and you're just not going to track it. And you like, it just takes that little bit of pressure off. And when you feel right, when you have a more external goal with a bit more pressure or you're ready or whatever it is, or you find yourself going a little bit sideways, which we all do, you're going to pull that. Cool. You know exactly what tool you're going to use. Yeah. I love that. And I think the part of it that I think we're not chatting too overtly is the longevity of it. So I guess yes. with the science background, and I know that you have a similar background in terms of education and value is often I see, we want the quick fix. We want it now. We want it now. And I love the fact that you touched on the vessel. Your body is a vessel and mm. it is something that you want to maintain forever. And I'd love for us to kind of go into your early stages. I haven't heard you go into it and I know that you recently shared it and if you're comfortable, I'm ready to go. Um, So I know you said that you were in a pretty low place physically and mentally um, at the beginning of your journey. Firstly, Mm -hmm. why did you feel the need to share this on social media and what were you trying to convey with your message opening up? The most recent one? Mm. I was invited to speak at an event last last week in Sydney and it essentially was, uh, there was actually three topics. It, It all changed and so I thought, right, I can wrap this all up in my life story. Strength to weakness, uh, weakness to strength, overcoming your demons and the power of mindset. And everyone sees me as I am now. It's funny, as I tune into where I am in my life, I look back at what led me here. And I really don't think I would have been in the fitness industry without this really challenging time. In fact, 
So when I was in high school, um, a, a friend of mine died in a freak accident and I suffered severe depression and it spiraled into uh, an eating disorder. And, and, you know, it's really interesting. I, <laughs> My intention, so when my friend passed away, I thought, oh, my God, life can be taken away so quickly. I'm going to do, I'm going to make the most out of it. So this original intention of I'm going to make the most out of it and I know, and I, it's funny when, when I experience death as an adult, the same thing comes up, but the intention is different. Yeah. It's more like, are you doing everything that you can to live in this life? What are you missing? What are you holding back from? What's the fear? Let's go. So death does something to me, but back then I'd never experienced death. And so I didn't know how to handle it. And a part of it was like kind of scared, like, holy shit, I better like, I'm going to, I'm going to be good at school. I'm going to get good grades. I'm going to go to uni. I'm going to look, I'm going to look after myself. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to watch what I eat. I had no education and not, not even around me was there education on what to, to eat. I got my information from diet magazines and, mm. and, you know, and some of that stuff was just absolutely absurd. And I spiraled out of control. I started to control everything. Um, you know, I had a huge assessment in high school and it was a speaking event. And I feel like this is where my where my fear of public speaking come, comes into play. But, um, you know, I, I worked really hard for this assessment and I failed. And I remember thinking, thinking to myself, I remember the exact moment and it was, see, no matter what you do, you're just not good enough. And that just took me down this rabbit hole of, a very dark place and in a way of trying to deal with that i tried to control everything so i became i started to put all these rules on myself right these very very harsh rules i couldn't eat till i'd studied i couldn't eat till i'd done my exercise essentially i couldn't eat till i'd done all these things now that the thing the downfall of that or the scary part of that is i had to do more than what i'd done the next, the day before so i had to do more study and i had to do more exercise which meant that these windows of work all these windows of extreme, extreme things to do, which, you know, more study, that's not bad, but the intention behind it was not healthy. And then the food got smaller and then I, you know, spiraled out of control till I, till I landed in hospital. And I essentially landed in hospital at 28 kilos, which is literally half than what I am now. And I just think, <laughs> how, you know, but the mind, yeah, right, ladies, hear me loud and clear. Your mindset is the most powerful tool you will ever have and your choices are important. The most powerful person in your life is you. Now, when people hear that, probably part of them goes, no, it's not, no, 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 my partner is, no, no, no. Your partner doesn't set the tone of your choices, you do. Your, Your partner isn't telling you what to do every microsecond of the day, you are. Your partner doesn't hear every single story, voice, word, name calling. You do. You are the one that controls all of that. And so I had to learn that. In fact, I learned that very quickly when I got to high school. I was like, how the fuck did I get here? Oh, that was me. Mm. Holy shit. My mindset, my relationship with myself. And I had this epiphany (laughs) where it was like, you got yourself in, you're getting yourself out. Yeah. And if you channel that mindset to do something really great, holy shit, what are you going to achieve? 
And I'm so glad I had this like little voice, this little spark in me that was like, we're going to get you out. Like we can do it, you know? And, and I remember being surrounded by other women who had been in there for seven or eight years of their life. I'd been in there for seven months and I was like, get me the fuck out of here. This is not how to live. This is not living. Now it's funny. We can still be trapped in our mind. We can still trap ourselves in our own minds. That's in our own limitations. That's in our own rules. You change the rules, you change the game. How many rules do you place on yourself that you wouldn't give anyone else that you live by that limits you to love and success within yourself? You have to change them. Change the rules, you change the game, right? Play the game in the way that's going to favor you with life. I started to think like an athlete. You bet that changed the rules, right? I there was a freedom in that. It was like if I'm gonna if I'm gonna be an athlete, I'm gonna train like one, I'm gonna eat like one, I'm gonna sleep like one. It changed everything for me. But that took six years from being hospitalized, six years later, till I had to change that game because I realized the game wasn't working. It was like one step forward, two steps, two steps back kind of thing. Right. And so while I was physically healthy. Mentally, I wasn't. And it's all about your mindset, ladies. You can lose five kilos, but if you haven't worked on the person in here, it's never going to be enough. And you're not going to get the experience that you thought this five kilos was going to give you. It's not five kilos. It's the relationship in here. And the relationship, we have a huge, the, there's a huge, um, there's a huge connection to the relationship that we have with ourselves and the relationship that we have with food, okay? Labeling things good and bad, really unhealthy. And I did that for many years. And it wasn't till, you know, it really wasn't till 2013, 2013, where I started working with Lane Norton and Sebastian Oreb, and they really did changed the game for me. You know, I learned how to I, I learned how to flexible diet, right? I learned how to eat three squares instead of a whole block of chocolate. Yeah. I I learned things. I changed my mindset. Okay? And it was like this incredibly ex- freeing experience. But I had to tune in to patterns and language that I used that I was like, okay, this is not helpful. Yeah. Yeah, that lands really heavy. And I think that for my experience is, so somebody in my life has been in a mental ward before or been hospitalized. And I think this is going to hit with you. I think it's the power of a tribe or the power of the people Mm -hmm. you surround yourself with. And it wasn't me personally who was experiencing that. But as someone who was a part of her tribe, it Mm. was so profound to see how, and I completely agree, you know, you are in control of your thoughts and you're the person, well, not always, but mostly you are in control of your thoughts and you're the one who can get shit done basically. But in saying that, let's touch before we have to let you go on the power of your tribe and the tribe you're building now with your business. So I, so growing up, I was an elite gymnast. I trained 32 hours a week at the age of 12, four and a half school. And I'm so grateful for that time because I had a tribe. I trained with my best friends and I competed against my best friends. And not once 
Was there ever a jealousy or a rivalry? It was camaraderie. And I'm so grateful for that time because as an adult, when I stepped into the fitness game, I really didn't experience that same camaraderie. And I was like, why is everyone hating on each other? Like, you know, this, you know, I always say there's enough success to go around. Hmm. I'm inspired by people that do better than me. Like Stephanie Ella, who is probably one of my biggest competitions. She's a five-time world champion. She's the one that dethr- um, took took the tra- uh, crown from me. I don't hate her. I'm inspired by her. She's got five world titles. Go, sister. Like I can only praise and acknowledge that. I think good for you. The pressure to show up like that every year, oh, that's, that is incredible. And when I was competing and, and even just like I thought, if I don't have a community, I'm going to create one. And I wanted to emulate what I had at gymnastics. I wanted my girls to train together and compete against each other. So at one point I had 120 girls in the PCYC in Sydney mm-hmm. and they would come in and you bet they would rip it. Like the 5.45 a.m. class, those girls would just come in and get it done. And it was so awesome, like high-fiving each other, spotting each other, getting it done, and then they would compete against each other on stage. And the thing that I learned from being a gymnast is as an individual, I would do my best. And as individuals, we would do our best. And then together we would be the best team. And that's what we wanted. Of course, we wanted to win ourselves, but we knew that together as a collective, we wanted to be the best team out there. And I wanted to do that with with the Sports Water Project. Now it's all online and you know, we do a lot of group calls. All the calls are only only group calls so that the girls can get to meet each other and connect and support one another. And it is a space where the girls get to share, show off. I'm always like, all right, girls, who's got some PBs they want to share? Like, come on, let's show off together. We can support each other. We can hold each other in hard times, right? It is in our biological needs to be a part of a tribe. This is what was so hard about COVID is that, it wasn't just we couldn't see people. It was we didn't get human touch. It was the isolation, right? But there was a part that still kept people together in a way that was like we're all in, like the beautiful thing was like it, it was a global thing. Yeah. The The world came together as a community and that is a thing that kept people alive. So it is so important to be a part of some sort of community, to have very, you know, to have friends that you feel safe with, that you can connect to. And you don't need a lot of them, but just surround yourself with good people. Your, you know, the internet, we can have community on the internet. Like that's what I have. It's an online business, but it is so important what you engage in. Yeah. Right. So you want to feed things that empower you, that help you make the right decisions, that um, challenge you in healthy ways, okay, thought-provoking. They are, they help you ask your own questions and they help you make better decisions, right? So you can still be a part of an environment or in a community even if it's not in person. But it is so important for mental health and it is so important for emotional regulation to be a part of something, to be seen, to be heard, to um, feel 
a sense of what's the word um re relatability yeah okay we get that a little bit more on the internet now where where women in, i'm going to speak to women more on this it's like they share you know hard times or that they're not perfect right because the internet always goes really far down one way where it's like all perfect models and blah 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 and people go oh, i want to be like that and then they go oh, i don't look like that. and then it creates a really um unhealthy turmoil or relationship with ourselves because ladies like what you see on, on internet like 99 is not real like it is crazy and it's sad but as long as you know it's not real it can't hurt you yeah you know that's I, I I put something oh no I sent something to my partner the other day it was this girl that um she put up like some of the filters that she'd been using and I was just like and even some of my girlfriends use filters I'm like why are you doing that mm. it, it does anyway, everyone can do their own thing yeah. I'm not judging everyone can do their own thing as long as it's not hurting you yeah, and it says a lot about, you know, what they're dealing with and their internal that they're working through. And I think it's important as consumers, we have to practice discernment and practice responsibility for how we consume what we're seeing. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Everyone is responsible. Like, as long as you are radically responsible for your own decisions, this is what we teach in the Sports Water Project. Radical self-leadership and radical responsibility. Whatever you choose to do with that, up to you. Yeah, I just know for myself... I would just think I was lying to people and I just can't do that. Yep. I just don't have that in me. So. But that's, that's why people trust you and that's the difference. Yeah. Mm. I think like, you know, relatability is a really big thing for me. Um, I've never been inspired by this perfect image. I'm so far from perfect. Girls, I make a mistake every day. Nothing I've ever done is perfect. And I laugh about that. But I, I. I reach perfection for perfection knowing I'm never going to reach it. Yeah. And I know that that's good enough. You bet that's good enough. Um, but, yeah, it's just even on social media, like I'll go and I'll like a nice photo, but I don't follow these people. I don't follow like these accounts with like these perfect images. I just I'll like it here and there. But actually what I'm interested in is people sharing really deep shit, <laughs> you know, or seeing someone try and overcome and that to me is like oh this is the social media that I want to see yeah people trying people doing hard things people you know uh, people that are better than me or more successful than me that's what I want to be hearing I want to be a part of that rather than just an image that I know isn't even real I love that and you're in control of the people you follow and I fucking love that. Totally. Oh, my God. Have you ever done a cleanse on your social media? It feels you, so good unfollowing people. You know oh. I have. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, so Best good. thing ever. Well, that kind of comes to the conclusion of today. I just want to thank you so much for your time. And the way you articulate yourself is just so impactful. And I really appreciate that. Um, and if anybody who's listening wants to find more of Hattie, please look in the socials below. And you've got your Facebook group. Hey, I'll pop that below. Yeah. Yes. We do amazing content in there every week. It's all free. There's no expectation of you. It's just that hopefully you show up to the calls, you know, and you listen to them and you take that information and you do whatever you want with it. Right. So something that we teach in the sports model project is self-practice learning, which means that we are teaching you how to be resourceful. So the mission of the sports model project is to create a world of resourceful women, powerfully supporting one another. 
And the reason we teach you to be resourceful is because we want you to be independent and empowered and educated and have your own tools and resources. And you just ask for help when you need it, right? I, I've been in this game for 16 years. I still have mentors and coaches. I will never not have a mentor or a coach. And I'm well-educated and I have a lot of tools, but it's nice to have a guidance and and it's nice to have a space when we do feel challenged. Like something you named to your coach was like, oh, I need to name this thing's feeling a little bit overwhelming. And you bet they said that's okay, that's soothing. What's, and they worked with you on it. They didn't say, oh, my God, Angel, you're a bad girl. I can't. That's not what coaching is. Yeah. If your coach is doing that to you, I would look at jumping ship. <laughs> it's always coaching is communication and it is send a receiver and it is do we have an agreement yes there is alignment yes I'm going to go do this thing and if it's not perfect we're going to problem solve together on how we can make it better right so for anyone here that's starting off for the first time with with training I highly recommend you get a trainer look for a good one right watch how they are on the gym floor are they on their phone are they engaged with their client how much do they interact with their client on the gym floor like how much do they use touch and not in a creepy way how engaged are they in their client like do you see them training with their program go up to the client and say hey you know what's your coach like that get some information but I do highly recommend if you're new to training get a PT one of the best things you'll ever do you know you don't have to do it for life it might cost you a little bit now but it's going to save you in the long term right or if you're someone that's chasing your tail all the time or you find yourself not being able to push past certain barriers in your in your results get a coach it's not forever you might only do it for 12 weeks you might do it for six months but you will learn so much don't ever think of how much it's costing you think of the value it's going to deliver to you and then you show up for the value right because paying paying is one thing doing what's required is another so i hope that's okay that i added that in there I'm just such a huge fan of coaching Mm. and and getting trained and getting educated and there are so many great platforms out there there's so many different um you know you can you can still get great information I'm going to use um my girlfriend's uh, platform as a as an easy example Uh, Rachel Dillon move with us oh yeah she's got so much great content available and you know she's on the lower cost side from what Mm. I know and then you have, you know, the high, it's whatever you want, but there's something out there for everyone. So don't think that you have to do it on your own. There's so much we can learn. Even if you're an intermediate, there's still so much you can learn. Even if you're advanced, there's still still so much you can learn. So I hope that's okay that I shared that at the end. No, of course, of course. Oh my goodness. I love the fact that you preach learning and education so highly and so much. And it's something I want to continue doing. So just thank you so much for putting that in there. Amazing. Thank you for coming on. I really appreciate your time. Have a fabulous day. Thanks, Angel. Wow. Didn't I tell y'all that episode? That episode was fucking incredible. Thank you, Hattie, for coming on. I'm truly so privileged to have had that conversation with you. And if you guys enjoyed it, give her a cheeky follow, share the word, spread the message. It's so important. And as per usual, if you need any supplements, check out Naked Harvest. Use my code thatgymgirl at checkout to get you some dollars off. And if you are looking for a great place to have some online coaching, you know, empower women, all of the things, check out the Sports Model Project 
or check out my services as well on Instagram at Angel Wallace Smiles or at that Gym Girl podcast. There are so many women out there who are doing online coaching and really helping one another and helping to empower women to feel confident and strong in the gym space and with weightlifting. So please, if you haven't, look at getting yourself a mentor like Hattie said at the end. It really is valuable and whether it's myself, Hattie or whoever else is, is in the industry, I think you'll have a fabulous um, a fabulous opportunity on your hands. All right. If you haven't, do something for yourself today, girlfriend. You deserve it. You deserve the entire world and you should be able to give it to yourself. Okay. Until next time. Love you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.